<laughs> leave a review for me if you can. Say, this guy is great. Those calls that they do are fantastic. Just, you know, leave a review saying, I don't know how I can make it without those calls. Just, you know, say, you know, boy, if it wasn't for these calls, um, my life would be in complete turmoil. And what, what they put together, oh, um, <laughs> leave something like that. <laughs> something fantabulous. And when you leave it, send me a text, say, Tony, I left a, I left a, a review. And, uh, man, I'll send you a cookie. I can see your oatmeal cookie or either, which one's your favorite? You like oatmeal? You like the, you know, the um, the ones with the vanilla on the inside? You know, I'll tell you my favorite, and I had to stay away from is it, is it, I think it's called the Lorna Dune, L-O-R-N-A and D-O-O-N-E, something like that. Man, I remember having those when I was fifth, when I was five, six, seven years old, I had what they call the walking pneumonia, I think, and I was in the hospital. I still remember that. You know, they had to strap me to the bed in the hospital because I kept moving around and um, whatever I had. But I remember my uncle bringing me a pack of those Lorna Dune cookies. And after that, buddy, those have been my favorite for years. So, but Lorna Dune is first, and then oatmeal is second, and then... You know the the ones with the vanilla on the inside. I'm not an Oreo guy. I don't like Oreo cookies. They're not, but I like the the vanilla type cookies. So you send me a review, I'll send you a cookie. I'll send you a cookie. All right, all right. Let's get started this morning, folks. We're gonna pick up um, where we left off. We were talking about. We've been talking about the 21 laws of success. Uh, now, I want to say I got these from um, Brian Tracy because these are my notes. And I, these, I'm telling you, these notes are like, let me tell you when, when these were taken. This is in, this was um, 2003. Matter of fact, it was in March 2003. So this is, it's been 17 years. But I want to say Brian Tracy, I got these from Brian, because I got, like I said, I got notebooks full of just notes. And remember I said the other day, if it's a fire, the first thing I'm grabbing is my notes, my books. No, 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 the first thing I'm getting is humans. <laughs> Anybody in the family in the house, any human body's got to get out first. We, we out. Then, once that's out, once the, once, once the humans are out, and we're out and everybody's safe, then I got to think on what else am I taking, and it's going to be notes and books. The furniture can burn, even though we spend a lot of money on this furniture. But it can burn. Burn, baby, burn. The clothes can burn. Um, you know, everything else could burn. Literally, I'm telling you, I could, but I, my notes <laughs> and my books, I might have to burn in the process of trying to get them out um, because it's life-changing. Um, all right, so... 21 Laws of Success. Like I said, it's either Brian Tracy or it could have been Bob Proctor. But I'm thinking it's Brian Tracy because during that time, I really was on Brian Tracy a lot in 2003. I would say up to, from 1995 up to 2005, you know, my guys that I listened to a lot and I bought a lot of stuff was Les Brown, Earl Nightingale, Brian Tracy, 
I didn't get a lot of Tony Robbins. I had some of his stuff. I listened to Tony Robbins. Um, but I did listen to him. But it was more Brian Tracy, Les Brown, Earl Nightingale, and really it was heavy Earl Nightingale. Um, who else was it I listened to? I had to look at my uh, bookshelf and see because I still got those. At that time, you was either buying CDs or cassettes, and at, I guess 2003 was CDs up to about 2000. It was cassette tapes. Um, and I probably got maybe 10 series from Brian Tracy. You know what's so crazy? All that stuff is on YouTube now, so you can go and watch it and listen to it for free in your car, you know, on your phone, at home. It's free. We had to buy all that stuff back then. You know, that's when I was a, I mean, that's when I was a, a member at um, Nightingale and Conant. Um and they had everything. And so even when the new stuff came out, I would get it. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, um, so I'm thinking this Brian Tracy stuff. All right. So, all right. Now, I, I want to say I stopped at number 10, which is successful people are, are successful people don't major in the minor things. They focus and don't major. Now, send me a text if that's where I stopped. If some of y'all who took notes know, was that number 10 or did, or did I not get to that yet? Was that the last one I stopped on on uh, on Monday? Or was it, or did I not get to that one yet? Let's see here. Do-do-do-do-do. Anybody take any notes? Anybody else? <laughs> See, I hate when I ask questions like that and I open the line. <laughs> All right, so somebody texted me and said it is 11. That means I stopped at 11 or I need to do number 11? I stopped at 11 or I need to do number 11? I don't know. Whoever whoever sent me this text to put your name in there because you're not in my phone. Just, um, 11, you stop. So that means I did number 11? So number 11 says, now, wait a minute, number 11 says, successful people view everything as education, not a failure. I went over that one. So I did education, not a failure. It looked at everything as education, not not as a failure. Okay. All right. So number twelve. Number twelve. Successful people are service oriented, not just money oriented. You reap what you sow. And here's the, here's the uncigar's truth about this. If you're in, whatever you're doing in business and in life. The people who, this is really the truth, the people who love kind of like what they're doing, I always talk about that, that, you know, it, they're service-oriented. So they're doing it because they love it, and they love it because they can service you. And so, it, it, you know, it's not, it seems like it's about the money. And some people it might be, but I'm saying most of the time it's about the service and about you love doing it. 
Because think about it. I've been getting up for years doing this. There's no money in this, what I do. I mean, it could be. I can stop doing this and just, you know, start maybe figuring out a way to monetize it and charge and do stuff like that, which people say I need to do. But that's not, <clears throat> that's not, you know, what I'm looking at doing. Because to me, this is a service, and I supply this service. <laughs> um, and I, I do this to help. Now, does it help me? Of course. I know it has to help me over the years because I wouldn't be still, if I couldn't, if I, didn't have, if I didn't do this on a regular basis, then I couldn't do this on a regular basis. I know that sounds crazy, but if I didn't do this on a regular basis, then I couldn't do this on a regular basis. I couldn't get up and do it on a regular basis. And if it was based on money, then I would have stopped a long time ago. But I know a lot of times we see people that are super wealthy or super successful, and we think that it bottom line is it always been about the money. And probably if you got around those people and knew them, and you you know got closer to them, you realize that a lot of it has nothing to do with the money. Because some people are you know money is just so much out of the picture now that they made so much or they still doing it. You know, they're still doing certain things that they didn't have to, but but they're they're service oriented. Now what happens after that is you reap what you sow. So if you keep sowing like that, you know, those things are gonna happen anyway. The money part is gonna happen. The success part's gonna happen. But a lot of times we're not and and I'm not saying a lot of times we we are. I'm saying but a lot of times we are not doing it just based on the money part. Because at a certain point you can you know, you got people that, that made so much money that they don't have to do anything again or they don't have to get up every morning or go do what they do to help people. So it can't be just that. Now again, are there situations where it is? Yeah. But I'm just saying across the board and, and what this twenty one laws of success Number 12 says, you know, that that that's not the norm. The norm is that you're service-oriented and that you really want to do something to do, to be of service to people. And then by, by you doing that, you reap what you sow. Kind of like a byproduct of what you're doing. It's kind of like you would be doing it anyway, whether you were getting paid, but just because you're doing it, the money comes. You know, some people, that's why, that's why, you know, a lot of people walk away from businesses and whatever because they don't have, they're not getting the money that they wanted, and that's what their whole thing was. They never learned to love it. They never learned to be a service type person. They don't, it just, it just, that, that ain't what they're there for. And so they wind up. Just letting it all go, but su- successful people more than the norm do things not just for money. Service oriented. All right, <clears throat> number thirteen. Successful people will admit as they go along uh, in the process things that are wrong and right or right. <laughs> 
successful people will admit as they go along things that are wrong and right, whether they are wrong or right, whether things are wrong or right as they go along, because they have to. Just to keep a clear conscience, you have to keep going, and as you go, you, you admit whether this is wrong or whether it's right, uh, but you got to keep operating as you go. I'm trying to think of a good analogy of that, a good story to tell behind that. Um, two successful people can admit when they are wrong or when things are wrong and when things are right or when they are wrong or when they are right. Let me think of a, let me think of something. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um It's going to come to me in a minute. <laughs> it's going to come to me in a minute when it comes to that. I just want to give a good analogy of this story. I'm going to tell you this. We are we ought to constantly work on that. I mean, as as individuals who are presenters or as people who are um you know outside of the box the ones who win big are the ones who can paint pictures i was just talking to somebody the other day about this and i'm trying to paint a picture for you instead of just saying because see i can give you facts behind facts but that's not it the the best presenters are the best people who and i and again Presenters are based. I just had this conversation too. Is based on a person's personality. Somebody else could be on here, and you could hear a presentation, and somebody says, "Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world," and then you know somebody stands sitting next to you, like, "Really? That didn't move me," because it's based on personality. That's why you want to have all kind of presenters because some people, you know, present slow. Some people present fast. Sometimes I rhyme slow. Sometimes I rhyme quick. You know what I'm saying? They told you that. Nice and smooth told you that a while back. <laughs> sometimes I run slow, sometimes I run quick. Some people are funny, some people are not. Some people are boring, some people are not. Some people but guess what? There are personalities out here that can reach that can touch all of those individuals and you just don't know. That's why you have to be yourself. Now you can you try to better your presentation, but you still you don't want to do something to better and not yourself. You know how some people try to be funny that's not funny, or some people trying to be exciting that's not exciting. Somebody, you still have to be you. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like, you know, listening to different speakers. All speakers doesn't have to be bouncing off the wall rhyming. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. Everybody's not like that. When you see, it's a lot of people out here that doesn't don't operate that way. I hear some people say, "Well, I've been listening to such and such," and I'm like, "Hmm." And they love these people they listen to, and I'm like, "Uh, might be all right with me." Just like a few y'all love or like or love to be on these trainings. Now, some of your friends and people you know don't like this with Tony. You know. I don't like man, I don't like that dude. I don't like it's just personalities. But my whole point I'm trying to make is whether it's a slow personality, whether it's a fast personality, whether it's a corny personality, whether it's a boring person the best presenters still give analogies and stories. And that's what I'm trying to come up with. So every time you come up with a point, you don't have to be every time, but a lot of times when you're presenting and you're talking to people and you paint a picture, that's the key because people see through pictures. 
Like, for example, if I said a cow, they don't think about the facts of the cow. They see a picture of a cow. You know, if I say a backyard, you know, you you see a picture of a backyard, something that may be gated or something that you know is considered a backyard. If I say a skinny person, you see a picture of a skinny person or a fat person, see a picture of a fat person because we think in pictures. And uh, that's why a lot of factual individuals don't, they don't do analogies or stories because they're thinking in facts. And, you know, I'm not saying you should change that. I'm saying you got to be who you are. If you're a factual person and you're analytical and you, you know, that's who you are, you got to be that. But you want to add some flavor to that. You know, because that's just, because humans, we see in pictures. Now, that has nothing to do with that point I just talked about. <laughs> but I was trying to paint a picture on that point. I'm going to come back to it. All right. Number 14, successful people are solution-oriented. Living solution, not the problem. That's why when you talk to successful people, if you're whining with them about a problem, you want to bring a solution to If you call and complaining, you ought to say, hey, here's a solution. Now, that doesn't mean that the solution going to work. Doesn't mean that they're going to apply the solution. Doesn't mean that they're going to incorporate the solution. I'm always throwing out solutions to anybody who can listen, but it doesn't mean they're going to take it. Doesn't mean they're going to accept it. Doesn't mean they're going to apply. And I, sometimes I slow down on that because I don't want people to think that I'm just, you know, harassing you with solutions. But I would rather do that than with problems. So if somebody has some major problems then, I mean, you always talking major problems with people. Come up with some major solutions before you call them. You know what I'm saying? If you if you got some issues with anything and then you get ready to pick up the phone to call your business partner or your um, support team or whatever, and before you can, you know, say something, say, look, I was, you know, this is a challenge going on, but this is what I was thinking, maybe – this might help, or maybe that might help, or maybe that might help. Because <sighs> you well, you can only, you know, with success-oriented individuals and successful people, they're going to only hear that problem for a second, and then they're going to, you know, want to give an answer to it. Now, here's a challenge what I found out, too, is that a lot of people who are not successful, they don't want to hear the answer. As J. Cole says, she don't want to be saved. <laughs> don't save her. She don't want to be saved. They just want to. They just want to complain. They just want to talk about. It. That's the, that's what they want. They don't want to. So you you go into your answer mode and you know save your mode and let me get this clear. And that person they don't want that. They don't want to be saved. They just want to share some stuff and you know kind of complain and get. That's their whole mo. That's that whole MO. That's why I asked you guys, which I don't know how many of you, I don't think I got one answer yet, one response to that. I'm going to stop doing that, too. I keep saying that. And even in the in the video clip, he says he's going to stop doing it, too. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been doing it for a while, too, trying to force people to get information that they don't want. Y'all say y'all want stuff. Y'all really say that, but you don't really. You don't really. You want to. You want to say you want it. You want to say that you, that's, that's to you, that's success. It's almost like, 
the paparazzis, being around powerful people, if you're a paparazzi, that's success to you to say, I know this person. I know. Same thing with a lot of you guys when y'all say you really want to be successful and you really want to make a lot of money. No, you really don't. It take a minute to kind of grasp that because the person that that really wants that that you're talking to, they go into they go into help mode. Okay, here's the here's the you just came in with a problem. All right, let's go. I'm gonna give you here. This is the book you should read. All right, this is the audio you should listen to. These things you should take notes. And so you going through that process and you giving it to them, and then two days later they don't, you know you tell them, hey, let's let's go over this book or let's go over this call and let's do this. You know, you give them information and you don't hear back from them because they're not really trying to be saved. Now, you know, I've been knowing that, but I still go through that process with people. <laughs> but they're really not. They just want to kind of like go through the motion of getting information. They ain't trying to be saved. You go, you go through all that huffing and puffing and like I do on the calls and give you the stuff to go to and watch. And no, that person, um, success would be just the process of asking the question or trying to see if you can answer. That's it. You got a small percentage, you know, that's why you got the one percenters and the five percenters that's going to actually ask you about stuff. You give them the information and they go do it because they want to be saved. But most folks, they don't want to be saved. They talk like they want to be saved. And then you're getting around and you're talking to people who whole mission is to save themselves and save others and to really go for it. So that person is like, you know, it's like you call somebody and you say, hey, um, I need you to go go with me to, to this, you know, help me fight these dudes. You're like, oh, man, okay. So you drop everything, y'all meet in the alley, <laughs> take off running toward the dudes to fight, and then you look behind. The person who called you, they ain't in the fight. They, matter of fact, they going the opposite way. It, was, it, it wasn't what they really wanted. It really wasn't what they really wanted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just wouldn't. <laughs> but the person who was ready to fight was thinking, I thought you wanted to fight. I thought, nah. Nah, I guess I just wanted to sound like I wanted to fight. <laughs> I thought you wanted to win in business. Nah, I just want to sound like I want to win in business. I'm not going through all that. And see, the person who's trying to win and go through all that, they... They get frustrated and they out of it. They're like, man, I don't believe this. And J. Cole said she don't want to be saved, man. Don't say her. She don't want to be saved. But you're in the saving business, but it ain't but a few out here that want to be saved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't but a few out here that want to be saved. But So when we're talking about you know, successful people are solution-oriented, you know, they don't really, as soon as they hit a problem, they want to go forward to solve the solution, I mean, come up with a solution, but most people just want to talk about the problem. Ah, why this going on? Why this going to happen? Why why this going to That's what they want to talk about. So the thing would be if you did a song, don't answer them. They don't want to hear an answer. Don't answer them. They don't want to hear an answer. (laughs) Don't try to solve the solution. Don't try to give them a solution. They don't want to have a solution. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. 
It's like, but the person who's in the business of saving, that's solution-oriented, that's successful, it just blows them away that individuals don't really want that. And you know what? Another thing is that the individuals who really don't want that, they they don't actually even know that. They just think... They don't, it may take them years, I guess, to figure it out, that they ain't really trying to do that. I give y'all stuff, man, to go over and read and do and watch and stuff, and y'all just look at it. Don't even look at it. Just kind of just go on about your business. And I'll be like, man, this stuff can help you. This stuff can change your life. It can help you with your business. It can help, but that person's on the end thinking, mm, "No, I just I need to go find Billy and sign Billy. I need to get." <laughs> Alright, we're gonna stop there today, folks. We had uh, at number fourteen, so we're gonna start on number fifteen on uh, Friday, man. Boy, I got to run through these things, man. Friday, and I wanted to. Try to finish the, because I would do the question and answer on the book. So you guess what? You know, I might do this in the morning. I'm going to send y'all a, I'll put it, I'll, I'll post it if I do. Um, and whoever can get on can get on, because I want to finish the questions and answers that was in TNT, the book, because we started on the book, the new book on Saturday. And I want to finish those questions that uh, Claude Bristol answered. So depends on what, you know, I might do this in the morning. Even though we don't do it on Thursdays, but I might not this. Boy, I'm trying to get to this. Well, yeah, I might do the book TNT on Thursday, so then we can start on Outwitting the Devil on Saturday, which we're going to start anyway. All right. So appreciate you guys. And nobody gave me a text on what else we can do, you know, to win money at the end of the calls instead of the music, because a lot of y'all guys are not, you know, think. <laughs> You think you're music connoisseurs, but you're not. And um, so I'm trying to think of something else we can do that that y'all can't cheat on. I mean, everything we can do now, that's why people, that's why you hear, like I heard Gary Vee's like, college is not even all needed now because everything you need, you can just Google right quick. Everything you need to learn, you can just Google right quick. <laughs> so I don't know what else we could do. Um uh, you know, but you say trivia questions on certain artists. If I do the trivia question, they're going to Google them right quick. Oh, man, I, we'll never get Somebody said, now, I like that. Answer questions from the current book we're reading now. But <laughs> you know, I'm going to look real bad doing that. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, I'm gonna look real bad doing that. I'm gonna say you said ask questions based on what you talked about on the call. I'm gonna look real bad doing that too, because remember, y'all don't take notes now. But you're supposed to go back and take notes, I guess. But am I gonna look worse with the music, or will I look worse doing that? <laughs> so if I start asking you questions, like right now, if I was to go back right at the end of the call right now and say, look. Uh, what was number, you know, what was number 12 and what did I talk about? Give me two bullet points from what I talked about. Now, I mean, uh, we can do that. We can try that. You want to, but 
I would feel even worse. If y'all, I, I don't. I don't feel as bad if y'all don't know music. <laughs> but if I did all that huffing and puffing on the training call, <laughs> and then I ask y'all a question, and y'all go, mm. <laughs> all right. But we'll try that. We'll try that start next week. We'll try one of these. You know, um, we'll try one of. Uh, let's see. We'll try one of them. Trivia questions. If I did trivia questions on certain artists, they can Google that right quick. So, movie clips. Okay, that could be interesting. If I copy some movie clips and just so then you can play the voice. Yeah, you can't Google that, can you? Can you Google movie movie clips? But I guess if you put, I don't know. You know how the thing that thing that y'all put up to the phone and you know what artists. It is. I wonder, can you do that and you know what movie star that is talking? Well, I tell you, <laughs> that might be it. <clears throat> that might be it, movie clips. That might be it, because y'all like that. Y'all like movie clips. I mean, y'all like movies. So, All right, one question before I wrap up here. Tony, why do you think we are programmed to believe that success is a destination as opposed to the progressive realization of a worthy goal. <laughs> well, I don't know if we think that. Well, I do know people think success is a destination because that's when you get a title, and some people think that the title is the destination, and you, you know. Um, all right, so tell me, see, here's a here's a challenge progressive realization of a worthy goal. How do you know what that is? Like, for example, how do you know that, um, okay, let's say your goal is to to make $2,000 a month. That's your worthy goal. All right? And let's say you start um, a business. All right, and so now you're working toward the $2,000 goal, and you're learning the business, and you're growing as a person, and you're making mistakes. In the, in, okay, now, so how does a person judge that? Because, see, typical people, typical individuals would judge the progress based on the money they're making. Yeah, you just, that's what I was just about to say. You just answered what I was about to say. But as people right now, <clears throat> excuse me, on this call that probably been involved four or five months, I would say, even some maybe longer, that are growing, that are learning, that are doing things. And so to me, it's a, it's a progression to me. But to them, they're looking at their paycheck. They're looking at their money, and they're looking at, I'm not, you know, I'm making $50 a month. My goal is to make 2000 a month. So to them, they don't, think, they don't think they're progressing. But to me, I know if you continue that you are. See, that's the challenge. How can they gauge what is the progressive realization? Because most people gauge it on money. That's why I always say, if you're on these calls and you're learning and you're being rejected and you're doing your business and all that, 
you talk to somebody who hasn't seen you in 10 months, they can see that there's a progressive realization there. You don't see it. Because what you're doing is looking at your, your back office to see how much money you can make. So it's hard to to get you to understand that whole process. <laughs> Trick bag, man. A lot, a lot of stuff come with this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see here. Let's see if I can get y'all an easy one because you didn't know who that was. You didn't know who. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. All right. So here we go. You got the name. The two is a group. <laughs> it's a group, and it's a and it's a it's one person. This this is a. I guess it can be called a duet because it was two people on this. It was a group on here, and it was uh, an entertainer, a singer. So you got to name the song and the two that's on this song. All right? Here we go.
we've 